What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. To Brothers Bear Podcast, episode 70. I am your host, Sanch, and as always, I am joined by... Carlos Mendrano, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Le Schwitz. Bro, that was smooth, bro. That was super smooth, man. Okay. It's like we were here the whole time, dude. <laughs> we have a big show today. Um, Alan, you could actually just put it in. Oh, yeah, I don't think you can hear me. You could just put the... the um, we got a big episode today. We've been I've been posting it over the weekend, and we are joined. We have uh, we're combining forces. We have eighty eight miles per hour podcast and Brothers Bear podcast, and we're going to be talking eighties, ladies and gentlemen. So say hello or not. Okay, Ron. Hi, everyone. <laughs> awesome. Well, real uh, really quickly, guys. I just want to say, is there? I mean, I actually, you know, what? yeah. Real quick, we'll just do some shout outs real quick. Shoot! Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> All right, ladies. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, all eighties now. I know the always, always the eighties. <laughs> yeah, all right. I couldn't find my good beanie. I don't like this beanie that kind of makes my hair look weird right now. I don't know why. Yeah, I couldn't find my good one, but it's okay. But anyways, do you guys? Um, actually, my shout out goes out to. All of you fans that have been really interacting with us on Instagram, uh, I remember in the early days, I, I, I would uh, I would always come in, in the studio. I'm like, I ask questions, but no one talks to me. Oh, that's how I felt on last. I, I think it was Friday. I was like, Oh, your Q and A, right? I was like, Oh man, I'm gonna get a lot of questions. because <laughs> no, it's Facebook. That's why it seems like no, everyone. Man, it's the advertisement. You know what? I'm getting tired of Facebook. They they got this whole thing running on amok uh, as far as us, you really. know being able to share and like interact with our friends. It's it's turning into this big ass advertisement. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, but I, like me, I don't even use my personal one as much anymore. I uh-huh. used to, but I mean, a part of me still misses MySpace when I was me. back yeah. in the good yeah, MySpace days, man. I'll say. When your account got deleted, and <laughs> I saw that picture. I do yeah, too. Where it. it, it's oh, like, God. yeah, um, Renata, you didn't have MySpace. You were too young for that, right? I had MySpace. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. um, what was it like? Oh, oh, two, oh, three. Right? No. Oh, 04. No, oh, 05, right? Because that's Wait, when I, I got my MySpace was on oh, 05. Um, I was a freshman in oh, 04, oh, 05. Sophomore year is when it got really popular and trendy to have. And, yeah. So that was what year? So I want to say maybe oh, 05, oh, 06 is when it really oh, got 06. Yeah, okay, then yeah, I was right. All right. And when did it end? For about oh eight no oh nine yeah because that was uh, that's I when remember i because was... I, I was really playing the beatles rock band around that time <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember uh, when edgar came over and we were all you guys were like and rocking out yeah the schwitz was i have that video i still i'm trying to find it but i realize i know where it's at it's on my old computer uh, okay. 
I'm going to find it. I'm going to post it on Instagram where Shweddy is singing a freaking. Don't let me down. That was one of the best. Don't let me down. All right, well. Yeah, let's get out of there. That's not the 80s. Yeah, all right. So, so yeah. We're like, to obsess over the 80s. Yeah. All right, because that's what everybody's like. They're excited, so we got to get into it. So, again, for all of you who have been leaving comments and talking to us, interacting with us on Instagram. Yeah, thank you very much. You guys are freaking awesome. So, keep it up because I'm constantly going to be asking questions and everything. Uh, um, let's see. Renata, you have any 88 miles per hour shout outs? Because then I'm going to come back to, to the guys because Carlos just left. So I wanted to wait till Carlos comes back. So for now, do you have any uh, 88 uh, shout outs? Actually, 805 Pete, right? Pete 805? Yeah. Um, he's been really posting a lot. He's been nothing but an awesome fan. Like, yes. he's been reposting things and liking mostly all of our. Um, pictures answering questions so yeah he deserves another yeah, that big guy's shout awesome. out, and also so. i i can't remember the last part but virginia under slash i can't remember she's also yeah, been like leaving comments. and the the morgan grimes guy that guy or girl whoever it is also <laughs> interacting <laughs> i so, should say that we should just say the person because i feel like we're just gonna really like, yeah we say guy girl <laughs> yeah so there we go that's 88 uh shout outs right there that's so 1980s, the way you're talking, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's 2014. Yeah, there we per go. Oh, there's, our, there's our logo, 88 miles per hour podcast. That's what we have. We have a podcast. But before we fully get into that, you, I, I, Carlos, you had left, but so I'll bring it back to Brothersburg. You guys got any shout-outs real quick? Uh, everybody that's listening and paying attention and the, the – the three people that actually just liked the status when I was doing the Q and A. Isn't that funny when people like a Q and A, like a question? Like, no, it bothers me. It, honestly, it's like one of my pet peeves, especially like a bunch of my like comedian friends that we always talk about. They're like, "All right, I got an upcoming show. Who wants free tickets?" And then like, you get like, I'm yeah. like, "No, I'm asking. You want free? T- no. Don't like it." Yeah, no. I like that you're giving an effort. <laughs> <laughs> Or just like a regular question, though, too. It's like you get a like off of that. I'm like, what do you know? Yeah, like my... some help here. <laughs> my, my, my tattoo artist, the one that did my uh, Legend of Zelda Link 16-bit, I can't even get a good shot of it. Anyways, she, w- she was doing a book of, tat- uh, of like all the tattoos. She was actually going to do a book, and she was going to get a publishness and that. So I threw it out there. I'm like, I need someone to take pictures of me. And like, she wanted images of, of me like in, my, in the gamer mode or whatever to kind of reflect the, the tattoo. And I threw it out there, like, I need someone to, any of my Photoshop, I mean, uh, photo friends, because I have a lot of friends that do photo. All I got was oh, a bunch of likes. That. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah, thanks. Trying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, well. That's okay. Yeah. She's making an effort, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, all right, well, let's, let's, let's bring it to the, no, the moment at hand or the hour at hand or whatever. We're all stepping into the DeLorean, and we're traveling <laughs> back to June 26, 1980. No, it wasn't 26, was oh, it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I wanted to go to the... I know it's a 1986. I think it was June 27th, 1986, the year Labyrinth was released. So we're today we're going to give you guys a, a little was, treat. Oh, wait. What? It was three years before my birth. Well, three years and 26? Yeah, it, it was so a three June years 20, and three No, days. June 27th. Oh, no. Three Woo. years. Two, never mind. I'll show you. Labyrinth. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm still in college. <laughs> June 27th, 1986. Yeah, 1986. So we're tr- we're 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 gonna give you a little taste of what the show of 88 miles per hour podcast. Because, like I said, I have a second podcast on the Brothers Bear Network, and we do a show. That one's not live, so we decided. Well, let's give you guys a little taste of what we do on that show, <laughs> and then also too because I realize that a lot of people love labyrinth, so it's like, why not talk labyrinth? But you know. Oh, there we go. Yeah, most famous song. Come on, everybody. You know, you know it. Every time I post it, what do you guys do? You remind me of the baby. Baby with the power. 
the baby. I saw my baby. That's good enough. We only, yeah, that's enough baby part. We only have enough money to pay 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> After that, we get sued. It's like every time, man, on Instagram, someone just writes, you remind me of the babe. And then what does it do? It just oh, leaves. It's like a like a, 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 snow, a snowball effect. Well, that's why yeah. that happened. You must have got like three times that happened. Three Seriously. Times. <laughs> three times the lyrics. Like someone just has to say, you remind me of the babe. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And yeah. the notifications are going to pop up. And it's going to be like the whole lyrics are it happens uh, through text uh, every yeah. time we do like group text yeah for whatever reason the labyrinth always comes up <laughs> seriously <laughs> oh the greatest movie ever yeah so renata give give tell our audience what 88 miles per hour podcast is well 88 miles per hour podcast is me and sanchez version of what we call just all things 80s podcast we talk about movies of course tv shows toys cartoons fashion which i love to do which i'm going to be doing yeah later in the show mm-hmm. and um i'm gonna get some tips right now <laughs> yeah you get some tips from me <laughs> do research on this <laughs> but um that's pretty much what it's about and we laugh and we joke around we get life stories like the last episode was my parents since they were in high school in 1985 so they yeah. came in and they told us what was it like to be teenagers in the 80s and it was pretty cool yeah and they i mean it was, it was awesome so that's the one thing about uh you're wondering like yeah 88 miles per hour podcast how does that differ from Brothers Bear Podcast, like, okay, you just talk about 80s. Well, the thing is, I, I don't really get personal on this show, on Brothers Bear, like, but with that show, I do, I do I tell. I vaccinated. I was like, oh, no, enough. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to leave this entertainment, you know, for us. We never really get personal. We, we, we sometimes a little bit, but we try to always keep it just the entertainment side. If it's ever personal, it revolves around entertainment. With that one, I, I mean, it does lead to personal stories and stuff. So it does have personal family stories that revolve around the 80s and everything like that so it's a completely different show and it's like i said it's all 80s you know on here every time i try to bring up 80s lachette's over here just starts laughing at me and carlos too so i've been calming down though like, yeah like i said dude i've been doing some research watching some movies um curly sue curly sue yeah <laughs> that's that's 90s the, though the, yeah. the yeah the last movie well, i saw face at least uh, the last movie oh. that I saw, oh, yeah. which one? Who? John Hughes. Oh, yeah. That's what I was aiming for. All that's 80s, <laughs> yeah. That's the 80s, man. You th- 1980s equals John Hughes. If you do, like, the math, I bet you could. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, you threw a rock, and you would hit either uh, some movie that was written or directed by John that's Hughes. That's why, when I remember, and, and uh, me and my buddy uh, were produced, we had a presentation, and it was, like, it was my film class, and we did nothing but, like, we we got lucky to get first grabs on like the choices of like each chapter, and we got yeah. the '80s chapter, and then we had like technology and all that stuff. And when CGI barely started coming in, yeah, and they gave us like the outline of what we were supposed to research, and mm-hmm. I was like, "There's no John Hughes in here," <laughs> so we added that on the on the presentation. All right, it, it didn't give us extra points. Like Aww. I remember the professor looked at us just like. Really? <laughs> like, no. Uh, we were so... Oh, numb. sadness. It's the one thing, like, 80s, I, I, I've... I, oh, well, I have to mention on this, but, like, I've, I mentioned on, on the podcast, for those who listen to the I-88, 80s, it just seems like no matter where, how far we go, 80s is always the relevant thing where people just love the 80s when it comes to the music, mu- mu- uh, TV, television, cartoons. 
everyone, like, you go on Instagram, you always see people posting all their old toys from the 80s, you know, their favorite movies from the 80s, like, music from the 80s. And then even artists, like you say, are, are inspired by, like, music that was from the 80s. Shweddy, every week when he chooses a song, he always says it has that 80s feel, like, trying, because yeah, it's, it's really like... It's big right now. It's yeah. It's prevalent. And, and, and it, it's huge. Well, especially with the indie, well, new age hipster indies mm-hmm. kids, like, the alternative scene is starting to pick up with all that synth and... Like dancey upbeat, you know. Yeah, uh, I've heard a lot of uh, uh, genres being played over again. Like even nineties um, gr- uh, grunge. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Yeah, yeah. But, but, but for the most part, from everything that I've been listening to, it is really hardcore eighties right now. Even even um, the 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 club scene with house music. Yeah, I mean, it arrived from uh, the eighties. Oh, uh, that, that hardcore. Yeah. deep house music. You know, I know. People enjoyed. Yeah, so. Well, like, like, just really quick, like mention, fashion of the 80s coming back. So when we return, Renata's going to give us her fashion beat of the 80s on the Brothers Bear Podcast Live. Oh, you turn my world, you precious thing. You starve and near exhaust me. Everything I've done, I've done for you. I move the stars for no one You've run so long, you've run so far Your eyes can be so We're back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Brothers Bear Podcast Live slash 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, so we're back. So let's start it off. Let's get, like, we're not, like, we were talking about things from the 80s coming back, and this is the segment that Renata, but you know what? Introduce it, Renata, and then get to it. Renata's fashion 80s. Yeah, we don't I have a title, have a title yet. yet so. <laughs> so it's going to be Goddess Fashion 80s whatever right now. Or dude or some type of 80s word. But we're going to get on to it. Um, the first thing is, I mean, this is very typical now. It's Ray-Bans. The wafers or the sunglasses of choice. Oh, Whoever go. wanted to be cool or, you know, were cool, those what they wore. You know, That's I have face. a pair. Oh I, I cherish them, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wait. You have a pair? Yes, I have a pair, a real pair. Oh, watch out! I found some one time at work. I'm like, Ooh. and then I put them aside. I'm like, all right, if nobody comes, they're like, have you found my? Re-? Like, then I was gonna keep them. And then yeah. I, I forgot them at work. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you don't like know what they look like, I mean, obviously, if you are listening to this and you know what the Ray Bans Wayfarers yeah, are, totally. yeah, like, we we just showed the image actually as you were saying it. Oh, good. Um, it, well, it's from, you don't, you know, Tom Cruise and Risky Business. Those mm-hmm. were the type of sunglasses he wore. Tom Cruise is pretty much like. Yeah, that's the picture we're, we're putting up, and that smile is just scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I know, he's like, ah! <laughs> you know, like smiling crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, also, um, it's in Bender from Breakfast Club. He had them. Oh. One of my favorite lines oh. is, um, uh, what is it? You know, it's one of my favorite lines, and I totally just went blank. Santa, can you help me out here? 
Um, where he says, I, I don't, I don't know what's your favorite. Vision. There you go. Wait, what'd you say? For better hallway vision. And for he better. gives them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he, he leads them the wrong way. <laughs> yeah they're running and then they uh, you know what's stupid about that scene uh, you know what scene we're talking about from the breakfast club where they run and it's a gate and it's closed right they ran all the way down to the hallway and crashed into the gate and be like oh it's closed uh shouldn't they have seen it once they turn the corner and look hey that down the hallway the gate's closed and it's just stupid Listen, they, they figured they just go give it a try try to open up the gate and see what happens <laughs> I obviously guess. i don't know we're showing the image right now currently of of the the second image you gave me of like the actual '80s guys like from the teenagers from the '80s oh, where those are some you know awesome you got shorts. <laughs> oh I have that yeah yeah so that's... I'm showing the that's the image that's right now on the screen so the, if you're wondering those are real guys from the '80s with their cool glasses they're not shorts <laughs> they're jam shorts that's what they're called jams shorts wait that's what they're actually called jam shorts jams shorts <laughs> why jams. Because it looks like pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what they said. They said these brightly colored shorts featured all over print of either Hawaiian or in spiraled floral patterns. Yeah, they were also pretty short on the leg. They were best with Converse sneakers, which is still pretty good looking today. So oh, wow. um, it's mostly like like hipsters or just yeah, like... Yeah, I've seen it around. Yeah, the, people are being very um, brave. Wearing yes. these. <laughs> Out here in LA, it's common. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's calling me, man. That is me right there, dude. That's why I'm giving a shit. You know, I think they're pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, whatever your style is, I'm I'm down with it, you and know? Then, uh, and if you want to know where it kind of featured the look, was at Weekend at Bernie's. Yep. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I'm assuming because they're at the beach, so, you know, of course they're going to wear that at Weekends and Bernie. Yeah. I mean, Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to be nowhere near the beach, but I'm just going to rock those. <laughs> with, with that stupid-looking um, uh, skateboard everyone's rocking around here, too, dude. That big-ass banana-looking Oh, the skateboard. longboards? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I've seen? The tiny thing. No, that, that's the, the popular one right Yeah, because I had one when I was a kid when we first moved yeah, out. One. I had one, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what the hell? You remember that one? Yeah, I used to use it. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even remember that. I, I didn't even know we had it that long. Yeah. Wow. Because I remember I used to go on the driveway and be like, eh. <laughs> It was so small, too. Yeah. I love that board, man. <laughs> awesome. All right, Renata, you got any more fashion today or that was it? Um, no, but if you're wondering what's on my wrist, the skinny watches were in. So I'm kind of bringing it back here. Oh, it's actually my mother's. I actually kind of... Smashed it is what you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, Mom. You're probably watching this. No, this is where the watch is. Yeah. I remember those, too. My mom had those. Those were really hip. That, that Yeah. I couldn't wear that, right? That's straight up female. No, you could definitely wear it. Really? I mean, can you? I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's like wearing uh, an earring on your left side. Right? Oh yeah, you couldn't wear it. Yeah, you had to. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like if you wore it on the left, you're number you know, yes. on the right. Yeah, I remember. If you only that. want one ear, uh, one ring earring. <laughs> yeah, it has to be on the right, son. <laughs> all right awesome all right well there you go that was a little taste of renata's fashion beat usually that's what the segment is she'll tell me about what fashion is coming back uh currently and it's usually as she puts it the hipsters that are bringing it back because a lot of it's at 
Urban Outfitters, and usually uh-huh. I just I comment see. on it because I have no idea what. The, I was like, really? Like, and sometimes I don't even know what she's talking about, so I just comment <laughs> on it. <laughs> like, like she once oh, said, man. like she mentioned grandma boots. Do you know what grandma boots are? No. Yeah, granny boots. Granny boots. Yeah. I mean, grandma, granny. The man's like, well, if I see them, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I know. Yeah. Well, is. it's Molly. You know, in in Breakfast Club, what Molly Ringwald has enough. those long well, boots. Enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're also because you're sick. No, I'm not sick. I just been burning it's the up. Coffee. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So here's another segment that I, I we do on this show is when we when we feature a movie, I look into the day when that movie was released. So for instance, like you know, uh, we I looked in the labyrinth. So I, we said it earlier, June 27, 1986. So what I do is I look into it. What was the number one song of that of that year? So when I looked it up, I was like, oh, all right. I, I saw the song and I. Um, do you have it or no? Okay, awesome. You know what? Let's see if you guys know it. Play it. I've honestly never heard it. It's Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald on on my own. It was the number one song for three weeks. <laughs> honestly, I probably maybe would have heard this at the bowling alley when I was working at the when I was working at the bowling alley. One of my bosses would play the crappiest eight. Like you know, we had good '80s songs. Yeah, but he played the most crappiest. Like this '80s. Yes. <laughs> and like the and then of course the videos are so outdated. So you, you have people looking at the screens like what the you know. <laughs> and they would hey, come up to the desk good. and be like, "Can you guys uh, change the music?" And he. He'd be, since he was the one working behind the, the counter, he's like, oh, yeah. nope, it's on a playlist. And we're like, yeah, you're a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Renata, have you heard this song? Never. This sounds like elevator slash bowling alley music. That was exactly right. That's why I live. I bet your parents have, though. Do you Dad, think? Ma, did you ever hear this song? <laughs> <laughs> no? Oh, you're not responding? Okay. No, I guess not. Oh, probably because they said they were kind of, they were into a lot of like R and B music. It's Patty LaBelle. There's Michael McDonald. What about you, Shwe? I'm feeling it, man. This oh, you loving stuff, it? Dude. Oh, Shwe's yeah. dancing in the studio. Look at this guy. <laughs> that was my rendition. I wasn't hating though. That wasn't me making fun. That was actually yeah, pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm like, I'll give it a pass. That's pretty good. Yeah, right. Me and you should make an album. <laughs> That's what I'm it talking sucks. about. Man. I can't see nobody. Like I'm literally <laughs> talking to a screen. So I wish I could see sweaty dance. So. Aww. Oh yeah, I forget. You can't see us, huh? <laughs> well, when you look, when you go back and you look at the show, you'll be able to see us. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I was that's... trying to bust out with my nipple. You missed that on it. <laughs> but for the live audience, <laughs> so yeah, so we <laughs> it got a little sweaty. For got sweaty. a little sweaty. <laughs> in this so we room. got three minutes. So... so it wasn't the coffee. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Wait, wait, what? What's that? Yes, we did, and she's from Philly. Oh, yeah, okay, my... there we go. <laughs> see, that's oh, what they heard, they've heard it. Patty Labelle, Michael McDonald, on my own. <laughs> She's from Patty LaBelle, right? Is that? Yeah. So they have them, and I didn't know she was from Philly. I know yeah, my, my mom likes Patty like, LaBelle. Literally grabbed the steps. She was like, "Renata, Renata." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
her, her parents are cool. So there you go. Awesome. So, so there you go. That was the number one song Good the song, day man. Labyrinth was released. I, we do that every week. Like I said, we start off with the fashion beat. Then I, I mention the song. Me and Renata comment on the song half the time. Usually I know the song, so I start singing. That's my opportunity to sing because I like singing horribly. <laughs> and Renata just laughs at me. <laughs> uh, but this song I didn't know, so I couldn't sing. But, you know, so. But Ali D. Mode on our live stream, my wife, she says, I've heard that song. So she said she's heard it. So. Song, and dude. that's exactly how Ali sounds like in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard that song. <laughs> so the second half of the show, what we do is we end up talking the rest of the time. We talk about a movie. And this every week we started off talking. It was just an intro episode. So far, movies we've done. We've done Back to the Future. We've done The Breakfast Club. We've actually had the episode where her parents were featured, and we asked them what their favorite movies were, and then actually are because they still love those movies. And then our last episode, we did License to Drive, and next week, we'll give you guys a little taste. We're going to talk Wedding Singer. I know it's not an 80s movie, but it was based in the 80s, and that's what we do. We we talk about even if it was a film that's featured in the 80s because like we're going to talk about Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion you know we're going to talk um, <laughs> growth point blank movie, man. yeah and, and, and you know even freaks and geeks and the Goldbergs so even those they weren't in the they weren't created in the 80s they were about the 80s so we'll always so we always talk talk about our rants that's, and everything that's a guilty pleasure of mine too the Goldbergs oh really yeah, well, it's a guilty I, I enjoy it man it's for some reason I just think it's hilarious <laughs> it's good yeah, I, it's I don't I, I mean I, I mean every every end of the episode except for the last one I have cried on every single episode <laughs> I swear it's that good. How hard is it for you to cry? I, dude, maybe it's because it. of my age, dude. I, I freaking cry. Cry right now, dude. Do it now. I cried during the Lego <laughs> movie watch. <laughs> Probably. All right, well, when we return, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk all things Labyrinth. So for the remaining segments, for the exception of, of the fifth and sixth, so for the next two, right, two segments? Three and four. Yeah. For the next two segments, we're going to talk all about Labyrinth. We're going to give you all our insights, even our rants and stuff we love about the movie. So when we come back, Back, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna talk labyrinth. And right before the last segment, usually I give you guys like a, a, on the a song of the week, and I'll, I'll give you a little like eighty song of the week, but it won't interfere with Shweddy's song of the week. But we'll just throw it in there for an extra little kick. So I'll give you an eighties one because it's like eighty-eight, and then we'll get to it. So when we come back, more eighty-eight miles per hour podcast with Brothers Bear Podcast. Yeah, labyrinth. We're back. You're him, aren't you? You're the Goblin King. I want my brother back, please, if it's all the same. What's said is said. But I didn't mean it. Oh, you didn't. Please, where is he? You know very well where he is. Please bring him back, please. Sarah, go back to your room. Play with your toys and your costumes. Forget about the baby. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We actually have a call. So what line is it? Yeah, we got a caller here. Line one. Uh, caller, hey, Brothers Bear Podcast, man. How's it going? Hey, what's going on? Sweating my balls. Yeah, yeah. I know who this is. <laughs> this is Mike. Mike, eh? My last name is Hawk. Mike Hawk? Yes, it is. Ah, shit, man. <laughs> I fell for that, dude. <laughs> I just want to it jump back to my really DeLorean well. and go back to 2014 because I don't want to see no David Boy all being crazy and stuff like that. 
Man, what are you talking about? His his uh his shaft is probably the most interesting of the whole movie. I could not stop staring at it, dude. Too long of scenes, too much dancing and prancing around. And then I just have a bye bye boy for your wall. Bye bye. I love that man. Ah, oh, dude, that's so cool. Oh, I like man. that we get trolled now. <laughs> On like that. It's the second time, right? Bubba it's the same, yeah, guy, right? same guy, right? You said you know him, huh? Yeah, I know who that is. All right, let's leave it a secret then. I don't want to know. I like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to it. I know who you are. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like we said, I've been posting it. A lot of you are huge freaking fans of this movie. Jim Henson's Labyrinth. This movie... Uh, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> this movie, again, we well, we know the day was released, June 27, 1986. It was, it, sadly, it was a flop in the theaters. It really depressed the hell out of Jim Henson because he was shocked. Like, he had his heart and soul. In, and this was actually his last movie he directed. And Wasn't it the first? No, I full, believe it. Full-length feature, I think, because he co-directed uh, The Dark, Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. With uh, Frank Oz. Yeah, yeah, and it was his first and his last, sadly, poor yeah, Jim Henson. Awful, Unless he did man, follow that bird, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I should probably do, you know, look up what else. Maybe he did, uh, you know, the Muppet movie. Yeah, he, come on. He did the Muppet movie, right? Or no, did someone no, else? Frank Oz. Uh, Frank Oz. Yeah, that <laughs> guy. Yeah, Frank Oz, did yeah, Frank Oz does a lot of the voice, you know. He, voice over, yeah. yeah. You, you know, go. he does Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> that was an awful Yoda. No, it was a, yeah, yeah, I guess it was, right? <laughs> anyway, you know, it was a <laughs> I was gonna bring this up. There was a movie I was watching, and I didn't realize Frank Oz d- directed it, and it threw me off. Cause Stepward one- Wives? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I can't. I gotta look it up. I gotta go on his IMDb. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, he directed like Fraggle Rock. You know. Yeah, a, a the great of- Muppet Caper. He directed. Come on, you know. No, he's done a lot of great like stuff. It. I'm man. liking that echo. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you know. I'm gonna go like that, and then do the echo for me when I tell you. <laughs> so let's talk labyrinth. Let's get into it. Let's not waste any time. So since we have our guest on, Renata, give, give us your thoughts on how how we do it on on the podcast, 88 miles per hour podcast. So give us your thoughts on labyrinth as our our guest on the show. You go first. Okay. Well, what we usually do we ex- we explain the movie if no one ever saw it, but obviously if you're watching the 88 miles per hour podcast, which is all things 80s. Which is all movies that are from the '80s. You're gonna probably end. You probably ended up seeing it. So, but we still explain the movie. I mean, did you want me to explain, or did you want me just to go into like my thoughts on it? I mean, going. I mean, you know, the story. All right. Well, really quickly, the story. It's about a girl who's like, honestly, a, a larper. Finger, there we go. A bowfinger. Yeah, he directed bowfinger. Frank Oz? Yeah. Oh, I had, oh, yeah. Sorry, I had no I idea. Bowfinger. Yeah, that's true. I, I totally I was forgot. I watching it the other day. <laughs> Great movie. Um, no, really quickly, is it's about a girl, you know, uh, Jennifer Colony. She's a LARPer. She's, like, huge into, like, you know, all this nerd crap because she's out there reading and, and, you know, fantasizing. And then she has a stepmother who has, you know, their child says, like, lays it upon her. She gets all pissed off. Like, I want to take care of this kid. Wishes him away. Regrets it because David Bowie comes into the picture and takes it. He's like, he's my child, you know. And then so she has to have 13 hours to, to save Toby from Jared. And she goes through the labyrinth, meets some awesome c- characters, you know, fights Along the goblins, the you know, the helping hands, all that, you know. So, yeah. Which way up or down? Yeah. Charles <laughs> down. Charles down. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, all right, Renata, tell us your thoughts on the film. Um, well, I'm a big fan of The Wizard of Oz and the um, never-ending story, yes, so yeah. I considered it a great movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's a mixture of both. 
It's a, it's about a girl that goes into a magical land, takes her brother, like he said, and she goes after him. It's one big adventure, and you know, I I love it. I love that it has to deal with adventure, has to do with meeting different types of creatures and characters, and of course, music. Anything that has music in a movie, especially musicals. You know, Especially I love boy. it. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big, I'm big like Broadway musical person. So the fact that there was like little numbers in there, you know, it's it's an awesome movie. Especially David Bowie being in it. So Bowie yeah, man. Now you you told me you had an issue with the film about one of the, about you know the character Sarah. So go on, give, yeah. we always talk about our rant. So Sarah. go for it. Give us your rant. So I just I never. I never met a person like her because I know she's considered like, like her, like of course it's brother and sisters, they fight and everything like that. But I never seen a, a girl scold a baby brother, literally <laughs> wishing he was dead and like just wishing these, all these hurtful things. I mean. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was I've seen that. I was like, like, you know, I remember, you know, every time I watch it and I'm like, why she's scolding at him? Why? Like you know, and I and I think she deserves. You. She <laughs> I've deserves seen it in person, so it was real to me. Thirteen <laughs> hours in a lost land, looking for her freaking brother. Yeah. You know, I'm just like upset about that. I was like, you're the one who wished upon it, and there you go. And she regrets it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, she's in deep. Excuse me, but shit, she's in deep shit, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my brother forever. My parents are gonna kill me. They're gonna kick me out of the house, and I'm never gonna like live anymore." So, like, of course, she's gonna have to get him back. It's not like, "Hey, he lost a toy." Oh, there's not other toys, but like, it's actually him. Yeah. So, yeah, and and like I said, we're not a that that I told I I tried to tell you when you mentioned that to me. I was like, "No, there are brothers and sisters. There are mm-hmm. brothers and brothers." And I mentioned my little brother Carlos. Really quickly, just tell us a story. Don't gotta name names of like how evil brothers can be. <laughs> I am in no mood. <laughs> One of my favorite moments. Besides, uh, yeah, two of my friends would always fight with each other. And one of them went to the liquor store, came back without only a bag of chips for himself and his brother. His brother's like, where's my bag of chips? Like, I don't know. He's like, what do you mean you don't know? And next thing you know, they fought for that bag of chips. The one that had the bag of chips got it from his hand and like fist punched them with the bag of chips and holding one end. So as soon as like he hit his forehead, the bag of chips exploded. <laughs> and you just see all these like I think it was a hot Cheeto puffs that you yeah. find. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so brothers and sisters are brothers and brothers and do right fight. Yeah. Oh, I, I never really fight like that. I have girlfriends that fought with their little brothers, but uh, not as not evil in the toddler, movie. A baby, like a little baby. Oh, that baby was kind of annoying, you know. You, I mean, he wasn't. I, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> About that baby, it was uh, Brian Fraud. I, I always say the last name wrong, but the guy who designed like the character for Henson, he designed kid. a lot of. Yeah, that was his kid, oh, okay. and because he only <laughs> responded. To Toby, like his actual name, that's why the character's name is Toby. They said, just leave it Toby. Because that's the only thing he would respond to. They tried giving it another Toby! name. Yeah, in the, in the script, it's a completely different name. But because he wouldn't listen, they're yeah. like, just call him Toby. And then Toby that's, listened. That's what ended up uh, ruining uh, uh, Jim Henson's career. Yeah. <laughs> that the baby. baby yeah. Yeah. No one liked the baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's why that lyric says, slap that baby, make it free. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you know what? Let, let's. Did you pick this movie, Shweddy, last week? You tell us your love for this movie. Why Labyrinth? Why did you want to go with Labyrinth? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded good. 
That was awesome. Um, yeah, I love this movie, man. Where do I start? Um, what British American fantasy film? That's that trips me out right from the beginning. Is is it's a British American? Isn't that trippy? Like it's usually either American or British. <laughs> and yeah. Jim Jim Henson's from um from you know over here in the, the west. Coast. Yeah, East Coast, right? The West Side of things. <laughs> oh well, okay, I get what you mean. I totally get what you mean. Yeah, so for him to to have it over there, it's strange. Um, uh, what is it? He had a budget of twenty five million dollars. Wow, that was huge. Only man. gross, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is surprising because I, I guess it's because um, the reason why it didn't do so well is maybe it's his directorial debut and so much money involved in it, and uh, George Lucas producing it, kind of like putting his name on it. You would hope it's something like awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I don't know. Maybe there was too much hype with it, but um, it, it ended up being a cult classic. That has to say something, in my opinion. It yeah, is. it's one um, of those that, of course, when it comes out in its time, it's just what the hell is this? And then yeah. years later on, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the topic takes over in the next the box stuff. office. Wait, what? That that just amazes me. If it didn't do so good in the box office, how did it become such a cult? Classic. I mean, because people kept talking about like you, you know, yeah, it's like, oh, you can the same thing the Nightmare Before Christmas, like bombed in the theaters, yeah. and then it wasn't until years later it became what it is today. Yeah. Did it bomb in the theaters? Mm-hmm. Nightmare, yeah. Um, so the story was is by Jim Henson. I love all his stories, man. His stories are so great. They they have this feel to it where it's just uh, like epic. It's an epic feel. Like it's uh, something that's been told to us before, but. We just love hearing it over and over and over again, and especially uh, the hero story, or in this case, the heroine story. Right, mm. uh, goes through all all these um, um, uh, you know situations, and it's, it reminds me a lot of uh, the Wizard of Oz. It reminds me of uh, yeah. uh, Alice in Wonderland. True that. And in fact, um, the, the first uh, segue segments where you see uh, her room, she, they go into her room. Yeah, oh, yeah. it has a lot of uh, things that were. Um, uh, that were in relation to the to the movie. Yeah. What's going to happen? The adventure. Like, well, all the, the characters. To the characters, exactly. Yeah, like, um, yeah, there you go. What's, the, what's that? Uh, the fox uh, that rides the dog. Sir Didymus. Yeah, yeah. And Ambrosius. She, <laughs> she had um, she had a stuffed animal of his. Yeah. yeah. Um, she had a like a, 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 a number of books. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be we'll back. back. We'll, we'll be back. back. We got more talk with Schwetz and Carlos on their thoughts on Labyrinth on the Brothers Bear Podcast live with Renata uh, as our special guest. Turn back, Sarah, before it's too late. <laughs> I like how you say, he says oh, gee, boy. We should have taken a second to, turn back, Sarah. Yeah. I swear, if I have a daughter, that's going to be her quinceanera. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. That's the track right there, dude. <laughs> do the walls, right? Yeah. Have masks on. I'm going to be crying. I'm going to be giving her away. It's going to grow up. Have, have demon masks yeah. on and scare the shit out of her. Everyone's like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was my <laughs> <laughs> This isn't dreamy. Um, 
Oh, well, you know what? You guys can. I'll bring up those thoughts later. Go Turn continue. back, Sarah. <laughs> 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 Nothing, tra-la-la. <laughs> 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 All right, so so back to back to her room, right? She's she it pans through her room of what shit she's got. Right? <laughs> pans she, labyrinth. Pans labyrinth. Uh, passes right by. Pans the labyrinth because oh, there's a labyrinth yeah. there. Remember? Yeah, that's true. Uh, right? I was gonna draw eyes on my head. Yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong movie. Uh, yeah, and then um, uh, her book collection had like uh, the the Grimm's um, tales. Grimm's tales, yeah. It had a, a Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little uh, where the wild things are. Like, yeah, it, it, you saw that, right? Yeah. Um, and then it passes through. Oh, yeah, I so. think I think it's a play. I think it's a play. I forgot what it was called. But David Bowie's face is on yeah. that, right? And it's with her mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's with her mother who passed away. So yeah. that's why that's why she has that um, image. the image of him, Jareth being you know David Bowie. Yeah. Um, and that, that's just awesome. I love the, the how he incorporates just the whole mythology of all the all those um, uh, uh, other movies and books, you know, and plays and stuff, mm-hmm. and just combines the whole thing. That's why it's a. That's why it's a. Uh, there's music involved in it because he, he deliberately did that, you know. Yeah. And I think that's so fantastic. Jim Henson's like imagination was just spot on, you yeah. know. And he, he was hanging out with George Lucas um, at the time, right? Because George Lucas was uh, a producer or executive. Producer. He was a. It says produced on this one. Okay. But he was also uh, hooking up with uh, with Henson t- uh, to do Star Wars um, Yoda. Uh, it yeah. was Henson's. Uh, uh, he threw the, it out to say like, "Hey, Frank Oz is a he could use he could do the puppeteering and yeah. the voice and all that stuff." So <clears> you know, there's a connection there. And um, his his storytelling his storytelling is so great that just uh, the the trippiness of of the whole movie. Like one of my favorite scenes is when um, Sarah at towards the end she goes into the garbage. Uh, bunch yeah, of, bunch of garbage, you know, stuff that doesn't meaningless shit, you know, <laughs> is, oh, yeah, is basically what it is. And uh, that person persuades her to go into the um, into her her room. She opens the door and it's just like picture perfect, like nothing ever happened, right? Yeah. And then she she lays down. It's like this is, you know, uh, what I was looking completely forgetting about what she was looking for in the first place, which was uh, her brother, her stepbrother, by the way, I think, right? It's yeah, stepbrother. It's not her actual brother. So the, step. y- there's that that little disconnection you can say when she wants to kill that baby it's not really so i can i can feel her on that i hate you <laughs> Tommy! <laughs> but yeah uh, going in there and then it just it just you know it, it's it's so awesome it's just like uh, all these um uh, ideas that he puts out and and it's stuff that we could learn as people too like you know what's more important our brothers that much. well what's more important <laughs> really. you know <laughs> your, your shit that you have or <laughs> yeah you know um uh or, or the hero story you know the the, the adventure yeah. um just read a book <laughs> <laughs> and and again i love the incorporations with all that stuff and and david bowie and his uh his um his camera tricks too very practical camera tricks, um, you know the, the rocks looking like David Bowie, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, that that scene where where uh, with Bowie's um, inside the it looks like a yeah his a face tunnel. is hidden throughout the whole movie. Yeah, uh, he, where he's chilling in the tunnel, he he's dressed up as, as oh, something, and then he, like, and he pops up. out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nothing, tra la la. Nothing, tra la la. And he gets that crystal ball and he tosses it. Right? Yeah, and he throws it. <laughs> What have we here? Uh, uh, nothing. 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 Tra-la-la. Your Majesty. What a nice surprise. 
Hello, Hedgewart. Hogwart. Hoggle? It's just like the special effects that are just like, you know, um, practical in, the, yeah. in a sense. You know, no, no uh, CGI. Oh, it's oh. more, more, you know, effects, you know, using a lot of different uh, elements, too. Yeah. I just, I just loved it, dude. Did, did, you, it, did you still cry at the end when they're like... <laughs> when they're all dancing? No, no, like when they're, they're in the room and it's like, come on, please stay <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and something else too. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Bowie. Hogwart. Yeah. Hoggle. It's Hoggle. Yeah. Hoggle. Thanks for nothing, Hogwart. Oh, it's Hoggle. Hogwart. It's cool how he knew who she was, even though she didn't. When she introduced herself to him, he's like, yeah. "Oh, it's you." Yeah. <laughs> like I just, I just love everything about I it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, and that's something else too with uh with fairy tales involving fairy tales, incorporating that. Uh, her dog was uh was uh the dog's name was um what, what was that magician Merlin? Yeah, Merlin. Merlin, right? And then um and then the fairies biting you. That's like yeah. that's that's the Grim. I think that's Grim. That's Grim. Tales, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I seen that in another movie too, where they bite. And I'm all like, ah, it's loud. <laughs> Which uh, is great. Dude. Still, I mean, one of the best. Like, I love towards the end too that that last sequence. Um, the, like when she finally gets to him, uh-huh. and that, that last song, the whole. I mean, to this day, I love that whole stepping and when he steps and just. Oh <gasps> yeah. That. Oh, and me. that's a painting too that was in her room. She had that yeah. uh, right next to her. Her. See, so the whole thing is just like she she dreamed it all up. It was a dream. It was like falling into the rabbit hole, Alice in Wonderland yeah. style. Yeah. You know, um, when she gets into the world or where he pops up. Everything's sparkly, you know? It's all, like, ooh, dreamy shit, you know? Yeah, that's when he first comes into the window. Yeah, yeah. it's all glitter Turn and everything. Turn back, Sarah. Um, yeah, and, and, and then the, the freaking owl that comes out that, yeah. that attacks her. That, that was actually the first photorealistic CGI animal in a film. <laughs> so bad, too, man. Yeah, dude, right in the beginning. Uh, bursting into the to the to the like water, yeah, the water gate and shit. Um, the, the owl, the owl can see at night. The owl can look at like st- look at night. We can't. Um, the yeah. Owl, the owl like can turn uh, its head all the way back so it can see everything and it knows everything. And David Bowie um, catches Hoggle before he throws the peach. He's like, hey, don't do that, you know. Like yeah. he knows what's cracking. He's there the whole time. Yeah. Like, dude, what what a character, dude. I love that. <coughs> Jim Henson is is a goddamn genius. Mm-hmm. I feel so awful that this movie did bad and it and it ruined his his life here because he probably thought that this, you know, it was I w- he was aiming for something something magical, something it stopped him from epic, directing, something epic. Yeah, and it, and it probably gave him, you know, his um, his illness. His illness, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the whole depression and all that. Yeah. <laughs> moment, moment of silence here for for um, Jim, Henson. Jim Henson. The only true person that we will give a moment of silence right now. That's for you, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you, man. <laughs> All right, Carlos. Well, you tell us your love on Labyrinth. <laughs> you tell my world. <laughs> Just a crotch, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Why is this happening? <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I was into this movie for like a long time, and then I, uh, for like years, I, I hadn't seen the movie because they stopped showing it on TV. Yeah, because I remember they used to show it on the Disney Channel, and the Disney Channel did not give a crap of what they were showing. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, for years, I, I it was it was a good while. I think maybe I came across again. I knew somebody that had like a cheap bootleg version of it. Because oh, yeah, awesome, I I didn't know anybody that had the the DVD. Yeah, right? and then. 
<laughs> for a time period, too. I forgot what the name of the movie was. Yeah. Oh, this movie I used to watch when I was a kid. When I was a kid. <laughs> it was all <laughs> songs were... Changed my life, yeah. bro. And then, yeah, my friend let me borrow it, and I saw the movie. I was like, oh, man, this doesn't really hold up, the special effects. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid. I was like, oh, man. Oh, you guys always bring up that scene with the birds. No, no the, 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 fire, the fire dance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that scene doesn't hold up for anything. You know, it's uh, one of the only scenes, too, that Kevin clashes in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You hear his, the owl man voice? Yeah. You can <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Especially during the chorus, you hear Elmo. Yeah. There's, a, there's an image where it's like a like it's it's a faraway shot and you see her with them, but you can tell how bad the green screen. Yeah, is. it's so like, terrible. Oh, yeah. She's not even like on the path. She's like floating not in the air. Not only that, because there's a scene where it shows her just do this. Yeah, and even the camera looks really bad. At yeah, that movie. that's the only scene that doesn't really hold up, like uh, like CGI wise. Yeah, but everything else holds up in that movie well. Yeah. I, I I I remember I showed Geraldine and she wasn't too fond of it, <laughs> and then I was like, oh. But, but other than that, she like. I, I, that was all, out of everything I've ever shown her. That was the only thing that she was like, "Yeah, oh, was okay." Uh, you know? but I mean, for me, I love that movie. You know, I, I don't own it, sadly, but I, I love that movie. And sometimes I was still just stuff like, "I want to listen to the sound on YouTube." <laughs> you know? I, I should. I have two copies. I should <laughs> give you one. <laughs> I know this whole time. Right, never mind. I have a copy now. Yeah, you Carlos has a copy now. Just like I took your one hundred and one from because uh, when you and Ali moved in. I got one of your one-on-ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot because Ali has it and I had it. Okay. Oh, okay. I got, I got another DVD <laughs> from them. But, <clears throat> no, but, yeah, I still I – lo- I love watching the movie. And like I said, I still – I mean, once we – last month I kept watching the movie and then I kept just watching it on YouTube. Yeah. Like, I just kept listening to the songs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw, like, a little thing where how they talked briefly how – yeah, they did get in trouble for Bowie's crotch. Yeah. Like, that was one thing that, like, yeah, we got crap for it, but it's okay. <laughs> I bet you it was all right in Europe. Wait, what? What was that? Yeah, that disturbed me a lot. <laughs> yeah. Why were, were you pa- looking? Hey, what were those pants called anyways? You should look that up, Renata. I'm really curious. I would rock that every day. Yeah, the, the pants that tights. Bowie was wearing. They're yeah. just tights? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just tights on guys. Oh. <laughs> well, they look pretty loose on him. Yeah, they were kind of loose. Besides his crotch area. <laughs> if it would have got any tighter. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It would have been Mick Jagger. <laughs> I mean, I, think, I guess that was the style for, I guess, like, singers and rockers, yeah, I guess, like, at for. the time. And yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I'm his sorry, Ziggy but, like, for a children's movie or family movie, it's just... Well, I'm sorry. It was Henson, so I think he could have pulled off anything. Well, yeah. That's okay. It's him. Yeah, no. <laughs> they, should, they should just the new version should pixelate that whole that whole part right there. God bless America. We're gonna pixelate a crotch that we can't see. Now here's some here's some tidbit behind this. Uh, it could have well, I mean, it would have been either Michael Jackson's crotch or Sting's cross crotch. crotch. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that would have been. Oh, all right. Yeah, because they that that's what it was. They they. That would have been foreshadowing guys? Michael they, Jackson there. They're <laughs> 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 taking away the kid. That would have been like, oh yeah, that seems possible. <laughs> I know that would have been because that's what it was. Oh, they that's were just messed up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they were debating. Yeah, I had to say it. I beat somebody <laughs> to that joke. 
I saw it. I took it. It's right. like, hey, someone's still definitely got a meme that dude put up Mike Michael Jackson's face on Bowie, dude. Yeah. On Labyrinth, dude. It's like that ca- the the Family Guy Captain Neo where oh, yeah. he's dancing and he's like, "What's so real?" He jumps off the stage, grabs him, and runs off with him. All right, we'll be back to close off 88 miles per hour podcast and return to Brothers Bear podcast life. So when we come back, we'll we'll say bye to our guest. Is that the castle beyond the Goblin City? Turn back, Sarah. Turn back before it's too late. I can't. Don't you understand that I can't? What a pity. <laughs> you remind me of the babe. Babe with the power. What power? Power of voodoo. <laughs> you do. What? Remind me of the babe. <laughs> Quiet! A goblin babe. <laughs> well... So my baby, crying harvest, babe, could cry. What could I do? My, my baby's love has gone, and then my baby blue. Nobody knew what kind of magic spell to use. Slime and snails, I do that thing. dog tails. Thunder or lightning and baby <laughs> And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Brothers Bear Podcast Live slash 88 miles per hour podcast. Um, we are joined by our guest, Renata, who is my co-host on 88 miles per hour podcast. Um, just really quickly, uh, oh, what you got? My love on Labyrinth. Yeah, I get to your love, bro. Yeah, I, I, I extremely, uh, I really love Labyrinth. I, I, I saw it. When it was released on VHS by one of my my, my aunts she, or cousins, she had the movie, and I watched it when it was first released on VHS, and I fell in love with it. It was at a party, and afterwards, I was like, the hell with the party. I went back and said, can you show it again? I want to watch it. I just cared about the movie, and I always loved that movie, and I introduced it to Carlos at a young age. Um, it, it was just like it, like I said, Henson has some uh, – Shweddy just talked them all up, but he has some magical work. If you've ever – if you have Netflix, watch The Storyteller. Jim Henson's The Storyteller. Great, great freaking um, – especially um, Fear Not. I think that's my favorite one, uh, favorite story from that. But they're, they're all great. Um, Labyrinth, it just has a, a bunch of magical characters. I, I, that's the one thing I love, the, the puppetry, the, the animatronics. You know, it's why I, I, I love – the original Ninja Turtles because it was Henson's Creature Workshop. I love all that stuff. I love all the different voices. Like me, I always love doing stupid voices. Like you know, and I, 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 it's just so cool that all these, all these characters, all these people that just you know to control one, one character, you needed like three guys or whatever, four guys, and and it's a really cool movie. I mean, I know that it has its issues with Bowie's crotch. Um, you know, certain... no, no issue for me over here, man. <laughs> totally you know, and then there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I could continue talking and talking about the movie, but it's just like, you know, maybe, you know, perfect. So we could give that tease, you know, go follow us on 88 miles per hour podcast and you'll hear my full discussion on the show I, I'm, I'm about the movie and everything. And, you know, I'll give you some little more, you know, tidbits, you know, like one, one of the things is when it comes to labyrinth, one thing you'll never see in a children's movie to ever again is a character pissing in a in a little fountain. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, I forgot about that. It's a great intro, man. Yeah, the first time we meet Hogwarts or Hoggle, um, it's Hoggle. Yeah, we he's peeing into a little fountain, and you'll never see that in a kids' movie ever again. 
But like I said, we I wanted to give you guys a tease, you know, about 88 miles per hour podcast. So Renata, before before we take off, uh, just give us um, what they could expect for the, the this month of 88 mile per hour podcast. What can they expect on these coming episodes of what our theme is going to be for the remainder of the month and what they could look forward to? Okay, well, um, it's February, so you know Valentine's Day is oh, coming yeah. up. So. What we're planning on doing, what we're thinking is, we realize that a lot of 80s movies, especially uh, high school teen movies, reflected on, you know, those little crushes and love and having a good ending, living happily ever after in a sense of, you know, teenagers and, and, you know, so we wanted to take some movies that really based on true love and um, just like little crushes like that, like anything that has to do with like Valentine's Day ish. And um, I don't want to give any movies away, but um, that's your choice to actually, you know, check out our show and we post weekly. So um, just check out our episodes for now. And we, we were, we're having a new episode this week. Like you said, it's, wedding singer it's kind of based on the whole valentine's day thing so um it, it, that's pretty much what it's going to be about so if you're into that whole type of lovey-dovey uh girl gets the guy or guy gets the girl type of ending then check him out yeah awesome if, if you love john hughes <laughs> you're gonna tune in this whole month right it's john hughes oh, yeah. month. john hughes is known for actually you know uh i'll give i'll give you guys one of my because we always take turns on picking the movie she picked this week my my film for next week not a john hughes film oh my god that's and it's a, it, it's truly a great it's a great love story uh love but story it, it, it's a good no love john story Jackson. but but here's the thing though it's a great guy movie though too. that's the thing it's a good movie so oh, i know what so you're that that's about. a that's a hint to you to the audience so follow <laughs> us on on 88 mph podcast on instagram i always tag stuff on there from uh, from brothers bear we're, we're on, on on itunes we're the only podcast just type in 88 miles per and we'll pop up right, Damn, away, right away and you can find us so yeah listen to our it's all 80s everything and usually i give a song of the week i'm actually not gonna do it here Someone's gonna click um, it in the computer she's gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so check us out i i always theme every episode related to back to the future but it but if you could figure out what that theme is for the episode it's pretty cool <laughs> but like i said but once again nice. thanks renata for Thank being you, on the Renata. show with us, Thank I, 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 a whole I lot of Renata for you guys. Yeah, sadly, towards oh. the second half, I didn't. We didn't really talk to you much, but it's you were there. I, people, I wanted to hear what you guys. Yeah, had to say. you know, people I was saw just your face sitting there intrigued. I was like, hmm. yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, listen to the podcast. You'll hear plenty of Renata because me and her are going back and forth. You might think I can fully control the show. I don't. Renata talks a lot, so. Check out our podcast. So once again, <laughs> thank you, Renata, for joining us on the show. Uh, yeah. And, no and we'll be talking to you. We'll be Good recording show. soon. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Thank you, too. Hey, everyone. Welcome to uh, the little special side of our Labyrinth Talk. As you know, you heard, the, the, this is included for the special episode that Renata came and joined me on Brothers Bear Podcast. So it was a combination of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast and Brothers Bear Podcast. And we talked about all about Labyrinth. But it was really hard to fully get into Labyrinth. And I never really fully got to talk. We had our guest, you know, Renata was there. So Renata obviously got to talk. But I never fully got to talk about it. So now it's my opportunity to really start getting into the film and talk about it. You know, so this is our, our special bonus, you know, episode pod that we're gonna that that you're listening to now i mean it's um never mind i'm gonna give an intro anyways earlier so all right so 
so let's talk Labyrinth, Renata. Uh, okay. I never really got to. I know a lot of times, like, you know, Shweddy was talking the whole time, so you were staying quiet. It was hard for you to talk. But one thing that about um, about Labyrinth that really I always, like, growing up, I always thought, like, was the most thing, like, the greatest thing ever and crush me later on as an adult is you've seen how David Bowie has the ball and he juggles the ball all cool and he goes woo you know it does all the I'm doing hand moves and no one can even see me right now what the hell am I doing only Renata <laughs> anyways <laughs> as you're listening you know he has that crystal ball and he juggles it and as a kid I was like wow you know freaking Bowie right there you know you know let's dance is like he's guy's awesome you know but it wasn't until I, I like much later when the DVD came out and I bought it and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the behind the scenes that there's a guy doing that the whole time. He's standing right behind David Bowie. He puts his arm like you ever done that where you're standing there all straight and your friend has your their arms through your arm like, and they're like, hey, look, out, you know, and you're standing there straight like as yeah. if it, their arms are your arms. Well, that's what they did. The guy, he's a professional juggler. Like, he was renowned at that time for doing that. So, he had his arm in and he was juggling while behind Bowie. So, that his arm isn't Bowie. Like, it's the it's the guy's arm. And, and he had to do it blind. So, if you watch the, the... If you have the DVD, watch the behind-the-scenes documentary. You'll see him doing it and how much he messes up. But, I mean, it, it's it's freaking cool. Like, you know, he does, he does all the things. Another thing that... We never really got to talk about, it, but it's hilarious. And I know my wife. We were. I was watching it the other day. My wife just was, was deciding. She's like, oh, "I'm gonna watch it with you." I was like, "Okay, cool." <coughs> um, and you probably know this. Uh, Notice this, Renata is like, uh, "Why didn't they make David Bowie wear a cod piece?" <laughs> yeah, that was very um, uncomfortable. You know, when I when I watch the movie, uh, I've always tend to notice that and i was like whoa <laughs> it was more like this is a kid's movie like kids don't have to see an adult man's junk and i it just it, it's not like it, they covered it up at all they they it was just there and 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 the man was dancing around everywhere <laughs> so it's <was laughs> like it, it was nuts i mean and i just wish there was at least some type of like not protection, but like you know, just covering of it so yeah, it doesn't a, a look so piece. bulky. Like a cod piece, that like a cup. Yeah, it's like it's a kids movie, you know. And right there, you know, it's like dance magic dance, you know. It's like wow, it's like calm down, man. <laughs> There's a lot of magic going on in that yeah. room. <laughs> 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 oh, dude. <laughs> Another thing that I didn't get to talk about on the show is the the pit of internal stench. Oh my gosh, you're so good. <laughs> oh man, but it's uh, I came out of left field. <laughs> seriously, that was a good one, man. You got look at that. Renata got your jokes. She'll be here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Make sure to tip your waitress. All right. Have <laughs> to say that. <laughs> oh man but in labyrinth there's the what is it called the the pit of eternal stench right i hope i'm i'm, I'm saying that right and if i'm saying it wrong you fans could just bash me for that you know um damn you stench yeah like what's wrong with you why would you say it wrong all right you say it right <laughs> everybody says it right the whole time all right oh bog of eternal stench okay i knew i, I had said um well anyways 
it's it, Hoggle or Hogwart, you know, Hoggle. He's walking. He's like, if you step, put at least one foot in there, you will smell forever. You know, he tells us that. He's like, even putting one foot in there, you will stink for the rest of your life. Okay. When they're on there, they're, Sarah's almost falling. And she's like, help. You know, and then what What does Ludo do? You know, he does, he calls rocks. The rocks float up from the, from the freaking, the bog of stench, right? They float up and she puts her foot. Okay. Those rocks are wet. So that means when she stepped in it. Her shoe, the bottom part, stepped on a wet rock that's from the bog. So don't you think her shoes would smell or she would smell? Because it said even setting one foot in there, you would smell. Okay, maybe he Well, meant I mean, it. like, I mean, at dip in. Like, you're actually dipping But inside. you're still touching it, even if, like, you touch it, right? It even, that's what he's trying to refer to. So her shoe should smell for the rest I, of I, for the rest. What about, of, like, I think he meant skin contact. I don't know, man. We don't know, but that's that's the way I felt. All right. All right. That's the way you felt. Okay. I understand you, boy. You You know, there there is a a, another thing. I let's get into this because I like we ran out of time, but two people that they considered for the role, but obviously they went with Bowie, but they were thinking of having Michael Jackson and Sting do the part of you know of of jared like just imagine like i was talking to this about to my wife and she's like i can't picture michael jackson no no but i said no 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 here's the thing it's not michael jackson singing magic dance you know like no and down in the underground or whatever um uh like singing all of bowie's songs no 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 when bowie came on board he wrote everything all the music he composed the music and all this and that if Michael Jackson came on board, it would have been Michael Jackson music. So honestly, I think musically, if Michael Jackson was in the movie, the music would have been awesome. But I don't think Michael has that, like, that... that Mean. Yeah, that, like, he wouldn't seem, like, threatening. Where you saw, when Bowie came out, he looked threatening. Even though he was scrawny, he looked tall compared to Sarah... You know, and he looked like, all right, I'm a goblin king. Like, I'm I'm here. Like, you know, I can, I can, I can destroy you if I want to. I'm going to mess with you. Michael Jackson, I don't think so. Music would have been awesome. But I don't think it would have been. And Sting, I, personally, I'm not a Sting guy. So I'm glad they didn't choose Sting because then his music, it would have been, you know, it would have been, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm watching you, you know. I'm watching you. That's, I don't know, that's the way it sounds. I mean, like. I think another intimidating character from the 80s would have to be Billy Idol. Like, they could have picked Billy Idol for the part, too. I, I mean, guess, if you think but... about it. Because, like, he has that, he doesn't have, that, like, that mean look, but he, like, you know, he could, he could pull it off. I guess, but I was focusing on the ones they had lined up. And those were the three. Bowie, oh, Michael, yeah. and Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll just see. All right. Well, you know what? Don't say anything again, all right? You show your face. Say it, don't spread. <laughs> We're the helping hands. We're you know, and then I think I'm gonna go down. She wants to go down. She goes down. She goes down. She down. It's like, uh, I, I mean, I know she thinks she has it all figured out, but every single time, man, she messes up, you know. Uh, but our our girl Ali Sheedy, who's Ali Sheedy? Uh, isn't. Ali Sheedy, isn't she from Breakfast Club? Please yeah, nerd. Yeah, 
Yeah, Ali Sheedy, yeah. Duh. <laughs> I, know, I just, like, I paused for a second. I was like, Breakfast Club. Or no, wait. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ali Sheedy was highly considered for the role of Sarah. But oh, obviously, really? Jennifer Connelly, she, she won it, you know. Even we would have gotten the, you know, freaking Burton's woman, Helena Bottom Carter was even, she even auditioned for it. Sarah Jessica Parker auditioned for it. You know, there's a lot, a lot of girls uh, auditioned for this role, but uh, initially, you know, Jennifer Colley, she, she ended up winning it. And, um, who was the one girl that Tim Burton always used? Like she played, um, Helena Bottom Carter. That's the one. She was the first one. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about, um, the girl in Beetlejuice. Oh, no, she would have been too young by this point. Oh, oh really? Yeah. She would have been too young because, um. Beetlejuice was like what eighty seven, and that was Winona Ryder. And this movie was eighty six, but was filmed previously. So I think she would have probably been a bit too young, maybe. But then again, it's like I think who they went with was uh, perfect. You know, I would love to see a sequel where Jaredith goes after Toby as an adult. Like, where's that movie? Like, that would be cool. But obviously, I mean, they can do this movie because Bowie still looks good. You look at Bowie; he, he's freaking. He still looks great. So he's just, you know, a bit older. So I think it would, like, this movie has such a huge cult following. I think a sequel, we're due for a sequel. Like, I think it would be great having Jaredith now go after Toby. Or or maybe what if, like, Sarah has a child and he goes after Sarah's child. And she needs to go back. And she has to save her kid. I mean, it's basically going to be the same movie all over again. So maybe it would be better if Toby, or he goes into the world and, I don't know, it'd be cool, you know? But. Or, may, or maybe they could do that, but, like, the fact that, they, like, her, her memory could be erased. Like, she could, she's she's an adult now, so she doesn't remember anything, you know? Like, well, like, in um, we could pull a hook in this, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're Peter Pan, you don't remember that you're Peter Pan, you don't remember Tinkerbell, like, you know, this and that, and then, like, you have to go back and save your kids, like, we could pull a hook in there, so... Was Hook a 80s movie? Hook? No. 90s. Dang, I wanted to do that movie so bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> if uh, you think about it, the what you put is is actually what the sequel is in the the mang- manga or manga. I don't it, there are these books that like they're they're popular with like anime and all that and they're called mangas or man i can never say it properly but it's like you know it's like it's a comic book that is that comes out of like japan and all it's done by tokyo pop like this they they did a sequel to labyrinth they did four books and in that book it is about toby going you know to the labyrinth and sarah is mentioned but she really doesn't have much recollection of what happened to her as a child and toby now he's He's the teenager and he's going in there and he comes across some characters and he meets some of the characters from, you know, from what you call it, you know, the first labyrinth, but he meets a, a whole slew of new characters. And there's even cool references. Like there's this one part where someone tells Toby, cause now he's, he's older. He's no longer a baby. He says, you remind me of the babe. And he goes, what babe? <laughs> you know, it's, it's cool like that. It's like, I've never read it personally. I know what the story is on it, you know, and my favorite character from the whole movie and we'll end it off with this. Uh, my favorite character is the worm. The worm actually makes an appearance in that magna. And I love the worm. He's my favorite character. You know, he's a little, he's a little guy. You know, he's hello. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like hello. You know, and he's like, well, hello. He's like, oh, I said hello. Like, close enough. 
you know, and I love that. And, you know, and and I don't know why he tells her to go the other way. Maybe he was trying to get her not to go to the castle, like thinking like, no, you don't want to go that way. He's like, no, don't go that way. Never go that way. You know, go the other way. You know, and she runs that way. Oh, thanks. He goes, ah. He's like, if she would have kept on going that way, she went straight to that castle. You know, and he's yeah. like, it's cool. Like he comes there, he's like, oh, come inside and meet the missus. You know, I'll have a cup of tea. You know. But the thing is that Worm's really, like, he's a moron. He's stupid because he's telling her to come inside. And when that little hole, how is she going to fit? He's The worm must be smart enough. He's not a moron. How is she going to fit in that hole? Does he have magic worm power? He's like, oh, come inside. And what if she said, okay, um, well, come through the hole. I, I don't know. Come inside. <laughs> how would she maybe fit? It's, it's a magical thing. Maybe, like, that if you go through a hole, maybe, like, you can actually, I don't know, like, some type of, like, I don't know. Like maybe, like you try to go through. Maybe you do wind up going through it. Yeah, now, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can we just imagine that? <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, I'm just a worm. Because that's what he says. He's like, hello. He's like, did you say hello? No, I said hello, but close enough. He's like, oh, you're a worm, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. He's like, you don't know by any chance know the way to get through the labyrinth, do you? He's like, who me? No, I'm just a worm. Sorry, come inside and meet the missus. <laughs> uh, so, cute. so it, it's a it's a it's a it's a good movie you know i love it uh so yeah so ladies and gentlemen there there you go there we have it this is a sanchez side of labyrinth you know this is the i hope you guys enjoyed our special episode that we did and before we go i thought you know what let's end off with the you know sanchez records so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to give you a song hey everybody Originally, I had song. I had a song picked, and somehow I don't know what happened to that file, and it deleted. So I don't have that audio part. So I'm having to go back and re-record this part for the show. So I'm coming in. So here we go. So the song that I have for Sanchez Records for the show is I thought you know let's keep it on the same level of um, you know since it's still February, there's still love in the air. So let's you know I'm gonna give you a, a love-related song you know to fit the mood of Valentine's. Uh, holiday time you know weekend whatever the month of february so today i'm gonna give you we're gonna harken back all the way to 1981 from the album computer world i'm giving you craft work with the song computer love and um this band extreme just awesome all you know using synths and samplers and everything i mean it's it's i mean i love this band i mean there's a i'll probably end up choosing a few other songs of theirs but tonight i'm like hey you know computer love perfect song so yeah and if uh you're a fans of coldplay if you've uh heard the song talk you know from uh their album x and y you'll hear uh a little bit of a sampled of this or not a little bit mainly the whole chord you'll you'll hear you'll be like oh this sounds like coldplay you know but uh, there was a whole thing, like, they said that they stole it and everything, but as what I've read, that actually Chris Martin asked for permission, and they gave him permission, so, so yeah, but uh, here's the song, so uh, before we go out, you know, it's, uh, it was fun talking all about, you know, all these uh, songs, I mean, uh, this movie, uh, Labyrinth, but now it's time to, you know, get back in the DeLorean and go back to the future. <laughs>
Hey everyone, Sanch here. Make sure to check out the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers and their best friend talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, music, and everything else entertainment. We are live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, only on RantRadioNetwork.com. I want a Batman suit so bad. Oh, I would just wear it. I know. Uh, you would just come home and I'd be like, how was your day? <laughs> and then I would like hide. And then you'd be like, where'd you go? I'd be like, I'm over here now. <laughs> I'd be like, Eric, I swear to God, it's time to make like, dinner. Stop like, it. Would, would you go to the fridge and just get me the ground beef? And then I would be at the fridge. And uh, <laughs> where is it? It's on the bottom shelf. Where is it? And then I would hand it to you, and then you would say, "Wait, I didn't say thank you." And then I would, I would say, never have to. Oh God! And then I would dip down below the counter and uh, walk away on all fours, so it looked like I just disappeared. The fact and that your then, brain has planned this all out. And then when oh my God. at night, when you came into the bedroom, and I just had the cape on. <laughs> And then you would laugh, and I would be ashamed. <laughs> and then I would spend the night in the bathtub. <laughs> I told you how much I hate Ben Affleck. Yes, <laughs> Talking rubbish with Eric and Stacy. Check us out at ericandstacyradio.com, Stitcher, and iTunes. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.